Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to And I'm All Set. Tonight, tonight's episode, episode two, this is our second episode, is titled Say It Ain't True Because It Probably Isn't. The good, the bad, and the ugly of the interwebs and social media. So, as always, tonight are my wonderful co-hosts, Minnie and the Nazoom. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. How are you? I'm I'm living the dream, you know. I'm doing I'm doing good as well, thank you. Nice. So my first experience with the internet, I was quite young. I think I don't know, I want to say like I was like nine, ten. Got connected to the oh, interwebs. Wow. Yeah, via America Online. You know, welcome. You've got mail. <laughs> I don't I was well into high school. I think I was in about grade. 10 at the first time that i even discovered email or anything like that oh yeah no i was well i didn't really mess with the email portion of it but like on america online you could go like to websites and like there was this one that i loved it was called like retina burn and it had like the 3d eye remember the magic eye pictures oh yes you'd stare at it until like a you could see a picture so the magic eye thing. Yeah. So that was my uh, guilty pleasure in late I see, back then, school. We didn't have uh, we didn't have at home internet for the longest time. It wasn't until I had access at school. Um, it was about a full year later before we even got it at home with the old dial up modems and whatnot. <laughs> oh, with that with that awesome ringtone, you know, that And the moment someone would pick up the phone and you'd be like, Mom, Dad, <laughs> what have you done? I was just downloading something. <laughs> yes. And that's the other thing. Downloading something could take anywhere from like a week. <laughs> <laughs> But like, if you were someone with the internet that was fast enough to actually download music, you were like amazing because you were the one in charge of burning everyone's CDs. Oh man, yeah, that was later in life. Um, I had <laughs> dial-up for the longest time. Like, so we had our first computer and the internet when I was like towards the end of elementary school, and we we conned our mom into allowing it by saying, you know, it's it's a good tool to be used for information for school. You know, how much yep. did we use it for school? Yeah, once in a blue moon when we had like a crazy report to do. But other than that, no, I was like playing games and looking at all sorts of different, like nothing crazy yet. Um, <laughs> everything but school. Yeah, everything but school. Um, like there was like the underground, which was an amazing website for like flash games or html <laughs> games i guess i'm not that computer savvy surprisingly um yeah but we never used it for school like maybe I, like if i had a science report which was like once a in a blue moon and let's be honest my mom did most of the work <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um what, what was your like online portal was it america online like netscape uh no we went through msn um 
but provider wise, I think one of our first providers was Simpatico, uh, which was through Bell. Um, because obviously, like America Online, we it existed here, but no one used it because it was America Online. God so damn it! When were they going to make a Canadia Online? Got <laughs> mail, eh? Online. <laughs> 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 no, so I think it was Simpatico that did it first uh, through the dial-up because that's all their phone lines at that point were owned through Bell. Um, but even then, to remember what was on it in those in that first while, I cannot remember. I can't recall what the internet was even remotely like back then, other than like Ask Jeeves and ICQ. Oh, ICQ! Wow, I could never get into that. All my friends were into that, but I could I could never get into that. That's yeah, just way above my head. I was going to say pay grade, but I mean, come on, I was in elementary school. ICQ was really interesting. Because in order to DM someone, you had to click on their name directly. But if you went to chat to somebody else, the window would close completely. But you would get so involved with having so many different conversations that eventually you would put something in the main chat that would then go out to like 600 people, right? (laughs) So if you weren't paying attention, you could end up like cybering a whole room at once. That's so. And that, to me, that that was always a crazy, like, thing. Like, cyber sex. Like, like to me, I could, I can never wrap my mind around it. Like, I just, In what regard? Like, it just wasn't something that... I just didn't understand, like, what was so amazing about it. I think it was just the concept that you could. Yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with it being erotic or a turn-on or anything else. It was just, we now have this capability to digitally screw somebody halfway around the world. And I guess it's also because I I was never, like, that creative (laughs) in that aspect. (laughs) It would always probably sound like, you know, like, I walked into the room and I slowly unbuttoned my pants because these pants have buttons. (laughs) <laughs> then I took my thing and I put it near your thing, and we and we did that a, f- a few times, and then and then and then that's it. Put it on repeat. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I don't know if it's as complicated as that. I don't really think it mattered as long as it was just the concept was there. Strange. I always thought that was a strange concept. Yeah, for me, it was America Online was my first internet experience. The the chat rooms, the chat rooms were crazy. People were like, like weird. Well, at the time, though, that was like mainly all weird people. Yes. Well, I mean, to be fair, that really hasn't changed much, except for the fact that you have learned how weird the people are that you know in your actual life. Thanks to things like MySpace and Facebook and yeah. Twitter. Well, I mean, um, and at, having all that open our eyes. Well, at the time, like it was still like taboo. Like it's like you only nerds have a computer. You must be a geek <laughs> if you're on America Online. Oh, you're chatting to your online girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yes, all those all those jokes, and it's like, oh, you, know? you must be looking at porn. You must have looked at sex.com. 
<laughs> you must have been the first that's the site that you're always sitting on. No. I mean, why are you playing like text D&D with somebody in an ICQ chat room? <laughs> to me, it was more like playing Humanoids 30 or or even like online multiplayer was based on dial-up back then, like playing Duke Nukem with my friend yeah. Adam. Like a couple of streets you can away. A good one. Yeah, but and, and real tournament yeah. um, and Quake Arena. Those were the first multiplayer games that I played over over dial up. Um, and Duke Nukem was that one where everyone's like, oh, "Go to the strip club! Go to the strip, go strip club! <laughs> Shoot the stripper! Shoot the... the stripper!" Oh my god! <laughs> Look at all the money go everywhere. Was that an eyeball? Then you could like make your own maps in that game. Like I remember like in Duke Nukem, somebody made like the White House and it was crazy. Nothing compared to like what it is today. But like even connecting to like a friend was different. Like you had to type in like their like their computer ID and It was very complicated. It was. Now it's crazy. All you have to do is just like click their name and be like, hey, come play. Well, that's where we saw it all go with the simplification of being able to keep in touch with people specifically through MySpace and Facebook and MySpace. that evolution is when we really saw beyond into online communities, not just chats, Mm. right? So then you ended up with your communities of people with like-minded interests and opinions and everything else. Um, And that's where you start to experience the other side of things, where before it was this wonderful box of possibilities. Now you're understanding that not everything on the internet is what it seems. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, obviously we were much younger at the beginning stages of all the excitement. You don't really realize that Annabelle 37 or, you know, Annabelle 17 could really be tom 45 (laughs) (laughs) well yeah well i uh managed to get a couple of porn subscriptions uh by posing as someone (laughs) and you know what back then hey i didn't have a credit card but oh, my parents did. <laughs> He's like, but my parents did. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure your parents would notice the charge on their credit cards for porn.com. I mean, <laughs> so, that's of, not really something that you just glance over. Speaking of charges, too, like that was a thing about America Online. Like it used to be like by minute, like every yeah. minute. And then they would give you like free time. Like you'd get free time between like cell phones were. Like between yeah, seven call me o'clock after at nine because my phone is free. Yeah, well, America Online was the same way, and then if you were on it during the day, I think it was like, I don't know. All, all I do know is I remember coming home from school one day, and my mom was not happy. She was like, "You spent five hundred dollars." Like I kid you not. <laughs> oh wow! I, yep, I on charged internet, up yeah five hundred dollars on America Online. Oh yeah. boy. And it was so easy to do because you're not thinking about it. No, you're not. You definitely you're not thinking about it at all. So it's it's really easy. It brings me back to the thought of my dad getting after me for my first cell phone <laughs> bill, which was about twelve hundred bucks. 
Nope. Again, it was $500. It seems that was always my, like... Your magic number. My magic number. My first StarTac cell phone. 500 bucks. So... When it came to online communities, what is the first one that you ever remember being a part of Pyro? Um, as far as like, all right, so I wouldn't really call it like a community per se. It was more like a chat room, I guess. It was the Providence chat on America Online because like you could, they had chat rooms for anything. Like you could just type it up and there was like many different chat rooms and obviously limitations for dial up. Only so many people could be in said chat room at a time and if it was full they kicked you into you know providence chat two providence chat three you know and it's by the luck of the drawer you had to keep trying until you got into the you know the popular chat room um but i guess that would technically be like my first foray into you know a community um but you know i would go in read people's you know communications between each other and not there wasn't anything too crazy but i didn't really start getting involved into the actual chats probably until i want to say like ninth grade ninth tenth grade yeah sounds about right and i'll always go and you'd start talking to somebody and do a asl age sex and location check Mm -hmm. oh my goodness yes you know find people like your age and then i remember like meeting somebody for the first time and like you don't do this then like this wasn't something people did like you never met somebody off the internet but i was like (laughs) screw it why not you know and i remember it was like the gravity games and they're like, oh, let's meet at the mall. And I was like, yeah, all right. And I had this picture in my mind of what this f- female human looked like. And they're like, yeah, I'm wearing the this, 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 and that. And like, I've, I've, you know, we'll be standing under this. And so I was like, all right, cool. And then I went and I saw and I kept walking. <laughs> oh, boy. And I kept walking. Yes. Yeah. And that was uh, still the concept of catfishing on the internet. Yeah. yeah well, I um, mean, <laughs> that is very much so still alive today. Well, um, I mean, th- we never really taught. It was bas- just basic stuff. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm yay high, blonde hair, blue, you know, whatever uh, colored eyes. And as far as like, I, I never could at, at a young age figure out the concept of proper height to weight ratio. Right. You know. So, I mean, they may not have been catfishing. I was just stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I I don't math well. (laughs) I don't math well. Math was never my strong suit, and it still isn't. (laughs) Nazum, did you ever belong to any online communities at a young age? So, we, being in the UK, even though we, I believe it was a Brit who created the internet, uh, it was never something that picked up until I was, what, 14, 15? That's when we first had um, a computer with a modem. So prior to that, we had, like, a basic 386 PC um, that was for educational purposes, but really playing 2D side-scrolling games and Monkey Island on it, you know, <laughs> as you do. But as with, 
as one does. Um, as one now, does. <laughs> now, ICQ I could never get into, but Yahoo Messenger, on the other hand, that was easy to just kind of jump into various rooms and so on. Now, being a 14, 15 year old teenager with raging hormones, straight for the Yahoo Messenger chat rooms, the adult rooms, and I had so much fun in those. Like, and I did a lot of catfishing back then, like, <laughs> way too much. It was. I was having fun with it. Like I wasn't being myself. I was like always some because we always had to believe, you know, the internet is full of weirdos and you know. Well, that be brings careful me to an interesting talking. yeah, that brings me to an interesting like point. Me. That is the person that you present online, do you feel closely resemble yourself or is who you are? Um no. <laughs> Not at all. Like, I don't think my, my true personality comes out on the internet because whilst my, my, my early days of, of being online and, and doing that stuff and joining in on all of that stuff, I had this huge period of my life where I didn't rely on the internet. Um, even though I was part of MySpace, I just didn't get involved too much with that. And there were a couple of... There was one UK topic for, for like the kink community and it was called informed consent and that was that disbanded. And and it was shut down because another well known site that is now still in still going um took its place. And even then I was never I could never get into that. So I would just use the forum part of it, look for events, that's it. It was never actively get too involved with that because I never developed those skills. Like, so. Which is understandable. I mean, the internet's a pretty weird place to be as it is. See, that's, let's see. I, I was just the opposite. All right. So I, I liked messing with people. I still, like, do a little bit to a certain extent. But, like, when I was younger, I would find, like, the most messed up looking picture of somebody I could find, whether it be a magazine or or anything. And I would scan it, crop it, and, like, whenever somebody would be like, oh, do you got a picture? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and I would send them yeah. a picture. <laughs> you know? and Because, like, you know, it's the internet. Like, who cares? You know? They don't know who yeah. I am. You know? See, personally, I'm very, very introverted. I'm a very introverted mm -hmm. individual. Until you get to know me, yes. then not so much. But I find it to be a lot easier to open up and kind of be a bit more of myself online once I get comfortable, even than what I do in real life. I can completely relate to that 150%. Like, I know everybody's like, you, Pyro, you're in introvert, you. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I, <laughs> I warn you all that when I first um, get off of a flight or anything like that and I meet you for the first time, I will just stare at the ground and I'll talk to you. Like, I won't be rude or anything, but I will be so noticeably petrified. I, you know something? I don't I don't <sighs> feel like I don't feel like that will be a thing. It might not be. So I might. I might shock everybody and actually be able to look at you. <laughs> you know, really, I don't, 
I don't feel like that will be a thing because I think like my now today personality that would be very hard for you. Yeah, and I, and I think it, you would be very comfortable. Oh, most likely, mind you, we have a very uh, different type of relationship between the three of us. Yes, and I, yeah, I'm anyone else? Opposite. Yeah, just <laughs> run at you. <laughs> Run out your yeah. little tilt and jump into your arms. Be like, now zoom. Oh, if you're not going to do that, you know I'm going to like be running towards you. Like, you're gonna be like, He's like, I'm going to jump into your arms instead. <laughs> I was going to say, you'll dirty me. dancing <laughs> style. I have, Don't I have that. already told you that first time. Yes. It can be like literally an hour long, like yo. Know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I completely get it. I had no self esteem as a kid early teenager i still don't you know well yeah but like still to like a certain extent but it was like hardcore like did not know how to handle myself around people i always acted like a fool like i was always extra because i didn't know i was definitely not cool common collective i was like stewart from mad tv like look what i can do (laughs) you know like just really annoying and extra so like being online and just talking to people, it was different because it was just it like, gives you a means to filter it out a bit. Well, there's it's just words on a screen, you know, that pressure was taken off, you know? Yes. But then I think like once I hit high school though, like I wasn't really online as much and I was only talking to people that I knew from school. So with the evolution into more uh, what we know social media to be today, like Facebook and Twitter and Discord and those sorts of things, how have you found that it's changed your view of an online presence? Oof. Oh, man, that's a loaded question. Well, going back to like MySpace, we have to go back to MySpace because MySpace was more, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, was more of digital cameras and, and you know, webcams were more popular and easier accessible. So people were uploading and starting pictures. wars over your fave five. Yep. Yeah. What do you mean I'm not in your top 10? Why, oh my God. Why didn't you move Tom? You know, it was like, <laughs> but like, so like you you had a better idea of what people look like and I you know me and MySpace MySpace I was picking up chicks I I can't even that was it MySpace I was I was a very awkward teenager so behind a keyboard it was easy and then that's 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 what I was doing with MySpace that's how I met my son's mom oh, that's <laughs> I met fair. my I met my son's mom on MySpace um, and look how that turned out. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's today. It's it's come a long, 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 long way from the AOL days. Yeah, from what it was until what it is now. Oh yeah, definitely. And there's it's again going back. It's not as taboo. Like even when I people would like, oh, where'd you meet your girlfriend? I was like, oh, MySpace. They would look at me like like I was crazy. Like really. I met my right. husband playing Call of Duty. 
just for the record. Yeah. So. <laughs> but if and, and then again, today, that's not so weird. Back then, no, it was but- ridiculous. I remember, sorry, I remember um, when he was coming to Canada, uh, initially, we had already been seeing each other digitally for about a year. And he had made a stop off in Chicago um, to stay over at his buddy's house. And while he was there, he explained to his buddy what he was doing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Canada to meet up with this girl that I met playing Call of Duty and this sort of thing. And he just he looked at my husband. He's like, are you crazy? Like, you're going to come home in pieces. Like, you don't know anything about this person. And you're going to meet this weird girl in a hotel room in Canada. Well, chances are, if he was going to end up in pieces, he wasn't going to come home. Just putting that out. Well, I don't really think that was the whole point, but... Yeah, I can just imagine that conversation taking place. Like, she's not going to be a mini. She's going to be more like Helga. And she's going to be big. (laughs) His name's going to be Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He's going to be 400 pounds and hairy and have a skin condition. Well, and and the funny thing is, is that was always the comparison to people that were using online. Like everybody, you know, like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. That was the poster child of who was behind the keyboard you know i'm going to write an angry letter <laughs> and that's very true and that didn't start evolving really until the introduction of uh voice chat online and gaming online and uh, picture sharing online yeah facebook twitter I, that sort of thing i think once i think once facebook started uh evolving from what it was originally meant for um, I think that's when it was more widely received. And then you had things stop popping up like match.com, plenty of fish.com, you know, all those dating sites. And see, I have never, as far as I can recall, had a, an, a relationship that stemmed from meeting someone online. It's never, it's never happened. Like, you were both talking about being introverted. For me, I have right from I'm I am an exhibitionist at heart. I am you put me in the pub or a room full of in the pub with a room full of people, I will mingle, I will like charm my way through the whole room. Put me in the Pyro room. and I would be sitting in the corner staring at her feet. I <laughs> hands down. That would be me. That would <laughs> have been me. Me too. But that is not me. Like, you know, even if when first time we meet, it's going to even if you're both staring at the ground, like, I will literally be like, what the hell? Look at me. Like, all the bad stuff. Like, I'll have yeah. that energy. And I've never been able to get that personality online, even today to this day. Some of my words come across as, as I can come across as quite just two-dimensional sometimes and um like for me i've never gone online looking for a relationship it's 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 not the way i've done things and even now i I struggle with it now i struggle with tinder and all of the other other sites out there that um that blindness and unfortunately i i i had to put myself in online out of necessity more than anything i think a lot of people did especially with covid 
Oh, absolutely. But that brings up an interesting point, um, being that when we're online and we're talking through a keyboard uh, and in that fashion on Tinder or Match or whatever have you, I don't think it's a lack of communication. I think it's people have so much more time to think about what they're saying that they overanalyze what they're saying. Where it's when it's face to face, just whatever comes out, it's out there. You can't just stuff the words back in. So you have the time to type it out and be like, oh, no, I sound like a dick. Let me delete that. Type it out again. Oh, no, now I sound like an asshole. Delete. You know, and sure enough, it's taken you 20 minutes to get out two sentences. And all the other person sees is the two bouncy dots in the little (laughs) bubbles that let let them know that you're typing. And it's like they're expecting a 40-page essay, and finally it pops up, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. And I think that that's... A lot because we've all done it, I'm sure. That you know, we type out a sentence, they're like, No, I can't say that. I will do that several times over until we get what we feel is appropriate. And even after hitting the enter button or the enter key, uh, being like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that, I should have worded it like this. <laughs> and I feel yeah, like it happens. <laughs> so, texting, texting like in a forum or like even like in our Tinder like aspect it's become more difficult today versus like the AOL chat days or even in my space you know like I would be having conversations with a lot of people back then versus today it's like they look at your picture they briefly read your bio and then it, I'll just to put it better, it's so hard today to get your foot in the door to even have a conversation with another human being, especially now, if it's like think, in a dating atmosphere. Yeah. Do you think it's because of the amount of negative experiences people have had online? Um, <laughs> well, the, the few conversations that I was able to have after like the first few minutes of actually having a conversation the the first comment is usually oh thank god i'm just so used to seeing a penis within the first two seconds of saying hello you know so that's true um so yeah um especially for men i mean i can't speak for anybody else but for a male point of view um there's a lot of trash in the pool and for somebody that may not send a dick pic every two seconds and just wants to have a conversation with somebody, it does it does make it kind of difficult. Yeah, no, I was explaining. Sorry. Sorry. No. I was ex- just to expand on the dick pic thing. Um, I was having this conversation, I believe, with Nazum at one point that when I was online gaming back in the PlayStation 3 days, I had a separate folder on my PlayStation just with all of the different random dick pics I would get because there were two things that stood true whenever getting into a conversation with somebody else on a PS3. A, they were going to send a dick pic, and B, they were going to request nudes. So I saved all the random dick 
<laughs> Saved the all the random dick. All right. <laughs> yes. The uh, plethora of dick. <laughs> she has them hanging on a wall would... like a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they would request nudes, I would just pick a different random penis and send it to them. Because <laughs> I figured... <laughs> I figured if specific. these guys had no problem. Yeah, exactly. And if these guys had no problem just randomly showing off their junk. They wouldn't mind seeing Then that. I'm going to just help them out a bit and spread it around. You know, I, I was just never comfortable with sending dick pics. Like, you know, I've, I, I can't sit here and say that I, I've never sent one, but I've never sent an unsolicited one. And it was always in a relationship situation. And that's where the difference is. Big difference. Big, big, big difference. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if I if I receive a photo that I have asked for or is generally consented about, those are private. Those get mm. saved for me, <clears throat> hidden and everything else. But the unsolicited ones, I just assume that you're perfectly fine with anybody seeing it. But, you know, all, all dicks aside... The other the other side of it is that I think is one when you're when you're having a conversation based well trying to start a conversation with somebody and you basically get like a little blurb about the person a picture and maybe a, a couple of funny quotes from a movie or or whatever thrown in your profile so you don't really get a really good idea of the depth of the individual. Mm -hmm. You know, you get like this really quick fact sheet. And half the time it's rushed. And, Almost like a resume. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like you're applying for a flipping job. For me, another struggle, I think it has to be where it gets to the part where it's like, I'm like, I have three kids. And then automatically yeah. they probably think, oh, weekend warrior, you know. And not the fact that, no, I have my kids all the time. Right. You know, I'm not like, you know, dropping the kids off on a, picking them up on a Friday, dropping them off on a Sunday, and then being at the bar every, you know, Monday through through Friday. So I think that might have a lot to do with that as well. Now, see, it's, with... it's, so just to touch on on that it's interesting that same experience that you have with with online dating i have that same experience with say um other online communities outside like just normal stuff in in like the discords and, and so on and and people instantly assume I am just another person who is a creep or I'm about to send unsolicited stuff or anything like that. Like I'm until people get to know me, I'm just another random person who could possibly be that type. Like it, it's a lot more difficult to try and get to interact with people because yeah, like that a few assholes spoiled it for the rest of you exactly and so the same struggle you have with with online dating i have trying to meet normal people like well i mean no secret like we'll use no normal secret. very loosely <laughs> okay <clears throat> what is normal, normal? Loosely. <laughs> i don't i don't believe in the word normal i don't like that okay word. just 
me and people in general like uh, it's no secret that I've, I've said this a number of times that i i get on more with women than i do men like it's just the way it is like past experiences and so on so i'm not out looking for a relationship i just want people like adult conversation and then trying to get that online with it's very people difficult who, it's 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 extremely difficult so because they just assume they, that you want to go somewhere else yeah mm-hmm. and it's not always the, it's not the case like, it's not the case at all now with the introduction of real-time online voice chat like through gaming and discord and that sort of thing how have you felt that it has evolved your views on meeting people on the internet <clears throat> oh all right well I'll take this one, Janice. Um, (laughs) All right. So going, it's really with my experiences and I've had some really, really great experiences and some, you know, really bad experiences with um, voice chat and the online gaming community and, you know, making friends and stuff. One One of the things that really stood out to me is it's like, it's it's people in general it's not like male female it's just people in general there's just a lot of fucking assholes out there and Mm -hmm. not just you know assholes but you know fake there's just a lot of fake motherfuckers out there i'll just i'm not even gonna sugarcoat it there's a lot of a lot of people putting up a facade a facade yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because it's 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 I guess it's just so easy to do so because especially like you know that people aren't living across the street so they can't fact check you you know unless they get your Facebook but even even Facebook it's just like you only put on Facebook what you want people to see like you you have like oh things are so great with Tom and me we went to Denny's the other day and after that we got ice cream. And then in real and in, in real life, it's like she's being beaten, and you know he, he he's drinking every night. You know things <laughs> things aren't things as hunky dory as they make it seem. You know, but right. those are also the same motherfuckers who are going to run their mouth to Janice, who's airing her dirty laundry <laughs> at the same time. But yeah, it's it, I feel like it's so much easier for people to put on this this costume, this facade, you know, they create a character that just isn't themselves. Now, do you find that to be true of all of the people that you meet online or just a handful? Um, no, I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's just like, I mean, let's be real. It's just like, even when you meet people in real life, like relationships too relationships like you go out on a date with somebody things are great you know of course you always want to be your best self because you want to impress the person that you're with because you you're attracted to them you want to be with them you know so Mm -hmm. of course you're gonna put your best self out there you're not gonna go meet somebody and fucking uh soiled pair of you know 
sweatpants and a dirty t-shirt and like not shower for three days and be like hey baby <laughs> some guys would well some guys would. some but i've but, been on that date but i'm really? just saying for for yeah. the most for the majority when you're going on a date it's you always want to give that first impression and things are mm-hmm. always great for the first you know whatever couple of months because it, that's what it is and then you spend so much time together and you can only stay that perfect for so long and then you just get comfortable with each other and then you know next thing you know it's not what you thought it would be but it's i mean to to just say that it's the internet i i think yeah it's probably a little bit easier it's a little bit i think it easier. allows it to continue on a prolonged scale yeah but I mean, and you meet somebody, you go out with them a couple of times, and you have that persona there. Eventually, the dirty laundry airs itself. Like, oh, by the way, I'm an ex-con. Well, oh, yeah. So, funny story. (laughs) (laughs) I went on a Tinder date. (laughs) And, you know, she was was a pretty girl. Things were were good. We, We hung out. I had a blast, you know. And second date, as soon as she gets in my car, she's like, I I need to tell you something. And I'm kind of embarrassed about it. And I just think it's really important that I that I tell you this, you know, before things escalate or go any further. Um, But so I've been arrested before. And I was like, all right. Yeah. All right. (laughs) You know. Things happen, you know. I'm like, well, how long ago? She was like, oh, it was, a, it, was a, it was a long while ago. It was a long while ago, nine years ago. Like, yeah, I was like, you know, stuff happens. You know, what are you gonna do? And I was like, no, when when you mean arrested, like you mean you like spent the night in jail? And then like she made like a look, like, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, well, did you do time? She's like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. Well, how much time? You know, what, what are we talking about? Like a month? And she's like, three years. I was like, oh, oh th- th- three years. Huh? Oh, all right. Well, I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it had been that bad. I mean, you're out, right? <laughs> she's like, what? She's like, and then she starts going on a story about like her baby daddy. And she's like, it's a domestic. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Well, I should have been, <clears throat> but again, you know, I was afraid now, for my life at that point in time, but yeah. Nizum, what is the most negative experience that you can recall in recent time that you recent? had in recent time that you've had online? Because you only became a part of an online gaming community within the last year, Correct. Oh, definitely. Within the last year was, it was what, last summer? Um, like prior to that, I was part of the VAT community. Um, and I still am, but I never could get my foot properly in the door because I always felt overwhelmed by so many people and I could never make a connection. So, <sighs> negative experience it's definitely it's 
definitely some of the fakeness and that false image that people put on. And with me, what you see is what you get. I am especially more than happy. Like I've told you a number of times, I would rather phone you than text you because mm-hmm. I'm, you're more likely to get kind of response. Like I'm not, if I'm going to send a message, I end up writing war and peace. Like that's how long <laughs> my text messages are. Like it's not, I'm getting better at it. But even then, I'm always thinking, oh, am I short? Am I being abrupt? Do I anything like that? Even when I just type okay, it's just meant like, okay. Like it's, it means nothing like more than, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> but <laughs> then I just think, oh shit. It's like that. And I've, I met, like, don't get me wrong, I've met some fantastic people. Like, have I, had I not joined, that community and met you many mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be sat here today like that so it's been amazing but along that journey I've met some questionable people and I've sat there and I thought you know what you are you are an op <laughs> like plain and simple like you act like when it's fake and like I can see straight through it and as a nice side of looking into all of this like because I'm not saying this like because whoever listens to us like you're going to be friends of mine so but there are people <laughs> have come across who have just we've left this unsavory taste whereby I can't think, think more just because I haven't responded to a message instantly makes it makes makes seem like I'm completely in the wrong I'm like Oh, no, I just haven't responded to a message because I don't want to get involved with whatever nonsense is going on in it's the end of the world. Your, <laughs> like <laughs> in your life, like it's more a case of you know what you've made your bed. That's it. Just don't drag me into it. Right, and it's sometimes it's frustrating. But I, to be honest, if if I don't get along with someone, I just won't bother with that person or that individual, whoever it may be. Like it's, it's got, I've gotten to that point now where, yeah, if you're going to start, eventually, the more time you spend, it's only so long someone can put on a, a charade, yeah, and eventually the truth will come out like that their, their true personality their true intentions it all will eventually uh it will all it will all be revealed it's just a matter of time and yeah it's been it's been an interesting experience for me like i said most of it's been positive it's just been you say unsavory moments whereby i just felt I'm too old for this, and I don't understand why. Yeah. Why only- Pyro, same question. So, just to help Nazum out, there's only there's only so much you can do to dress up a piece of shit to make it look and smell good. Mm-hmm. But you're that, that makes- <clears throat> But yeah, and um, I- I'm Sorry, well geez. well versed in exactly what you're talking about you know i've been in that specific community that you're talking about well was for like since 2015 and offshoots of such yep <clears throat> since 2015 2016 yeah and 
you know, like me personally, like I always like to be a positive person. Um, I, I try to be nice to people. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm human. I will admit when I'm wrong, it may take me a little bit to realize that I'm wrong. Um, but I will. You know, I've been accused of being an ass kisser by uh, somebody very close to me while I was in this community. But it wasn't the fact that I was an ass kisser. It was just there was no reason to not be polite to people, you know. And the reality of of it was it wasn't that I wasn't an ass kisser. It was just the truth of the matter is that person was just an asshole. Um, but we'll get to that person later. But yeah, I had some really good friends, a lot of good friends that I've met through the community. And I've done some really amazing things while being a part of the community. And yeah, there was a lot of weirdos thrown in the mix that have crossed, crossed my path that, you know, I've was close to. And then they were removed from the program and you know, it was like, like once you're removed, that that's the biggest thing. Once the person's removed, it's like you're shunned. It's like Scientology. You can't talk <laughs> to that person anymore. <laughs> you know, and that's and that's and that's exactly what it. That program is like Scientology. Once you're outside of that community, as exclusive as it's supposed to be, it's not. Um, you're no longer like nobody's. It's taboo to speak to the person that is shunned. You are now a leper. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I had a really good friend who I played games with for years. And um, another female friend that I became close with for for a few years. And had a great time just playing, bullshitting, just being silly. Just having conversations, you know, nothing crazy. Spend a lot of time together, you know, and you really grow attached to these people. Like you form actual solid friendships, or at least what you think is a solid friendship. <clears throat> and this one specifically, um, I became friends with this female before I became friends with the male. All right, I won't mention any names. If they listen to it, it's going to be so obvious who it is. Um, but so I started playing with one group of people. I don't know if exactly who, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't pertain really. Won't move the story along. Anyways, I became friends with this girl, not from this country, <clears throat> and really nice person, very sweet. And her and this other guy wanted to form a charity. And so because I was involved with Extra Life and all that type of stuff, like she came to me and asked if I wanted to help. And naturally I was like, yeah, sure. I'm I'm always down to help if it's for a good cause. And so we got invited to, well, I got invited to a Twitter DM and I was like, all right, invite this person, invite this person. And we were just talking about like different ways to make it work. What type of charity, you know, 
Like at the time, all they had was a name and a logo, but really no meat and potatoes of exactly what were you going to do? Like, what, what was it going to be a specific charity? Are you going to change charities? And <clears throat> as time went on, like we did a few different charity things, but it it really fell flat. It really was falling flat. And then it really started to show what exactly the whole point of it was. And it wasn't because they wanted to do good. It had nothing to do with them wanting to do good. They wanted to be perceived as a pillar in the community that did good. It was more, they were looking for the fucking recognition. And clout chasing. The clout chasing. That's it exactly. They wanted the clout, the fake clout, because it, it that's the thing. It didn't matter. Um, more than they wanted to actually help. And that's why they didn't know what charity to get behind. And that's why they just decided to just, let's just do all the charities. We'll just change it up every month. And so there was a falling out between the female and the male who came together and formed the initial idea. And it was basically because one wanted to be nominated for a specific thing within said community. And the other person wanted the same. And they didn't trust each other to nominate each other. So then it just became a fight. And then the guy took off. And then he turned out to be a trash bag himself. And there was like YouTube videos where him and some guy were getting these kids to join Xbox Live parties and saying really messed up things to them. So like he ended up getting, getting removed from the program. And so now there was just a bunch of us in this group DM on Twitter. (laughs) Just like, all right, well, that happened. (laughs) And, you know, it just became a space where everybody could just talk freely and, you know, just have conversations. And and, and the conversations were pretty messed up. and, And a lot of the conversations were pretty dirty. And... It was just, you know, but that's all it was. It was just talk. It was just friends being silly asses, you know. And then I... Typical friend chat. And then people started leaving the DM. And as people left the DM, this specific female um, got offended. And I would say, it doesn't matter. Like, relax. Who cares? Like, it's just a DM. We are all connected. It's the internet. We're all connected in all these different ways. Hold on, I just need to get drinking my my water real quick. (laughs) Oh, well, Pyro does that. Oh, sorry. No, I'm good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So as as these people were leaving, she was getting highly offended. I was like, it's the internet. We all have these many facets of communication. This is just one of them. I said, so let them go. It's whatever. You can talk to them in Discord, Twitter, the 50 other thousand DMs that you have going. Um, you know, and then life went on. And then I even said that eventually I'm I'm going to leave here. Like, this isn't sustainable. You know, it's going to serve its purpose. And then we're all going to migrate back to a Discord server. And that's eventually what happened. Um, the tone of the DM started changing a little bit. Um, said person's tone started changing a little bit 
And that's when we started to see, you know, that this person wasn't exactly who they claimed to be. And which was a a surprise because it it was going for such a long time. So whatever. Well, it brings me kind of into the next part of it, which would be the online community rumor mill. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I leave. Not that big of a deal. Didn't say anything to anybody. Now, the problem is, though, when I left, everybody left. Everybody followed me. And so the female person was very offended by it. And so during all this, I made friends and became very close to another male person in the community. And we would game every night. And, you know, we, we, he was like my brother, you know, we spent a lot of time together online. <clears throat> and she had messaged him and said a whole bunch of crap, like about me, you know, and it was all bullshit. And, you know, whatever. It, I just ignored the person, just ended conversations with them, blocked them on everything, just called it a day because it really wasn't worth the fight. It really wasn't. <clears throat> and that, whatever, after like a f- couple of weeks, I forgot about it. And then me and the group, we just continued on like like nothing. And again, this said hu- human male, we would spend every night together playing Xbox, xbox and just hanging out and then he turned out not to be who you know just as fake just as as flipping fake you know and then they teamed up extremely crazy a very extremely crazy um for instance (laughs) i was in a relationship with somebody we kept it on the dl because you know that person didn't want it well-known, and said guy was sending expensive gifts gifts to said person under the guise that the wife picked them out, tried them on, because they were the same size. And you guys can't see it, but I'm doing the air quotes. We can um, hear the air quotes. <laughs> same size. <laughs> and, you know, but it turned out one day he messaged you know, frog saying like all this weird stuff, like everybody's racist and I'm just going to hurt myself. And then went radio silent for quite some time. So, you know, everybody was concerned. So they contacted his wife. Then all of a sudden the wife started flipping out saying that he was having a secret relationship with this person I was seeing and that she had no idea that he was sending this individual, all these expensive gifts, which is just the opposite of what he explained to the female to begin recipient. With. recipient, which it's just fucking crazy, you know? And we're talking like hundreds of dollars. So now I don't know what his deal was or or why he did the things that he did other than he's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, the whole time that we were hanging out, he would tell that 
person from the DM, like conversations that we would have, told her about the relationship I was in. Like it was any of, and it was, first of all, it was nobody's business. Two consenting adults can do whatever the hell that they want as long as they're not hurting anybody, you know? And why it was such a big deal, why they, why it was such a big deal or why they felt that I was so important that they literally took time out of their uh, lives to make me the star of their conversations. Like, it's just, is beyond me. And so, whatever, things got out of hand and I was shunned from the community. And I, I'm a firm believer that it was one out of jealousy because I'm convinced this dude wanted the person that I was with. And they needed me out of the way so they could, you know, do what they wanted to do. And the female in question wanted a specific title that I had. And she saw me as a roadblock for some reason from getting it. So she had to remove me from the equation so she could get this status that really means nothing. Like all of this Which status and clout is nothing. It, it's meaningless. It, there's, it's just, uh, it's fake. It's, 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 it means nothing. But it, it okay, was so, so important to them. That they had to like ruin my rep, try to ruin my reputation, and that's interesting. Well, I think that <clears throat> that plays into the idea that everybody is the villain in somebody's story, mm -hmm. and when collectively um, on the internet, all the conversations, all the personas, and everything else is essentially reading as one big story to everyone. Yeah, and you know, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm I am far from a perfect human being. I make mistakes. I say stupid shit. I, I, I do dumb things, but I'm fucking human, you know? But I always try to be the same, you know? I, I was a lot nicer during that time. I will say that. Now, today, am I as nice? I try to be, but... I, I'm I just I'm not gonna allow people to walk all over me like I used to. You so know? you feel it's permanently that. changed your viewpoint then? Completely. Definitely. I am not the same person. You know, even even oh. beyond all that, the relationship that I was talking about changed me as as a person, you know? And like even in that relationship, um, again, I wasn't perfect. I, I could have been, you know, difficult. At times I was an asshole. But I mean, it takes two to tango, you know, and sometimes when you're in your a relationship, you both bring the worst out of each other, um, especially because high stress situations or anything like that. So I don't want to, like, try and and put the blame on on the partner, you know, but, mm -hmm. you know, that person was definitely not who they claimed to be. Um, now, the changes that you've seen and the attitude that you have towards these things, uh, do you feel it's for the better? Definitely, because after everything that happened, <clears throat> I was able to find out who the real people were, who, who were really my friends versus who were just fake, you know, and 
those who stopped coming around, stopped communicating with me, um, that just showed me like how fake the program is and how the friendships are fake, you know? And I had like, to me, like a lot of people like would want to come play and hang out and, and just, you know, laugh and have a good time. And then once that happened, it was just like tumbleweeds Mm -hmm. with the exception of a small handful of people. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that your perception of the online community, since you've been a part of it for about a year now, have, have you felt that that's evolved at all or changed at all since you started? I am. I'm a lot more cautious of people now. Like I had this instance where I so what you see is what you get. And yet I am the nicest person. I'm as passive as they come. You do something wrong to me. Usually, unless you've really breached my trust, it's usually my, my saying is, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's water under the bridge. Let's move on. We can work past mm-hmm. this. Now, that, that, where I said to you before, where I, um, previously, where I, my, so that negative experience, I got called a bully or I was, it, a bully and the only thing I did was not respond to a discord message and that whole rumor mill and and accusations and so on my association with the people I'm around with now like being who I'm associating with who I play games with who I hang out with just for being part of that group somehow I had a target painted on my back I'm not the most trusting the people as it is. Like to for me, if I if we build a connection and I give you my trust, I expect it back and 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 so on. So as it stands now, I'm very cautious about how much information I give. Now when I jump into a party and there's new people, like you've experienced this firsthand, many, like my persona kind of slightly changes. I I kind of Go from being loose lip and loose tongued or loose tongued about whatever the saying is there. And I become a little bit more reserved and I hold back a bit more. Um, only a handful of people get to see the truth, that true side. Other than that, like most of the time, it's just me being just quiet and shy and trying not to give too much away because you don't know what people are going to do with that, with, with, the information or whatever it is you're talking about and yeah just i've had a couple of experiences whereby well i think that's a dangerous aspect too because beforehand um when you were looking at it on i don't want to use the term the playground but i guess the playground or through the halls of your high school and whatever it was all word of mouth so you know what was coming out of the he said she said uh, storyline could have been misinterpreted or could have been misheard. There's always a margin for error there. Where now mm-hmm. it's just a matter of hitting a copy and paste button. 
Yep. So, <laughs> and like copy and pasting a portion of the conversation or even exactly. photo editing is wonderful today. Yeah. Well, so you can completely alter a conversation to what serves your purpose or share whatever private conversations you have had with others without your knowledge. And the other one is with Discord, even though you can't the messages you send to people, you can delete and you can delete that at any time. So you can take out most of your things and make it look like it was all one sided. Yeah. Um, and that is. Yeah, that that thought in itself, it's. To me, it's terrifying because at the end of the day, I, it makes me hold back a little bit. It makes me hold back quite a lot. And yeah, what people are capable of is. And not just what they're capable of, <clears throat> for the smallest things. Mm -hmm. The motivation is so paper thin and silly. And well, was... I know personally, over the last little while, I've become a lot more standoffish towards what i say to anybody well for me i honestly it's just the opposite um i am more outspoken you know and and less reserved as if usually i would keep my opinions to myself um and i would voice them in private conversations um <clears throat> but it's made me more like, you know, who, who, who gives a shit? Like, you know, <laughs> like, honestly, who cares? Cause a, my opinion doesn't matter because I like somebody would be like, Oh, you better watch out for, let's say Nazum. Like, Oh, don't, don't talk to Nazum. <laughs> I was yeah, never one. For Nazum. I, I would never, I, I, would I never, wasn't one to would, like, listen, listen, you know, because just no, because, because they just had, they had, uh, um, a certain, a certain, experience, experience. With, opinion opinion with, or no even experience no, with the said person doesn't mean that i'm going to have the same experience mm -hmm. you know at the same time the same that person time. could be the one that i actually need to watch out for so i would inform my own opinion before i make a judgment for myself because again who am i who am i i'm just a Normal human being. Normal human being. I have no effect on that person's Perfect. life, so on and so forth. But it as for my own mental health. Own mental health. As far as that's concerned, you know. That's fair enough. So before we start wrapping things up or winding them down or whatever, what is your most positive experience in recent times in the online communities, Nazum? Okay, for me, it was definitely meeting Minnie that first time, joining that smaller offshoot Discord group. And from that point in time, it pretty much evolved like that 
joining and then talking about peach jam of all things <laughs> started this they're gonna try to whip friendship. that into every episode <laughs> pretty much like the peach jam has to be mentioned but it's quite important because you were that first person that truly gave me a chance in that community like you i messaged you privately and if you look back at our first discord messages it was me asking you like look i'm really struggling making friends with people and i was part of that that big gaming community and even then i still struggled because of the issues i had now covid brought me i so i didn't my problems were there way before COVID. Like I've been I've been ill since 2016. And from that point in time, I, I haven't really been able to go out, meet people, and a huge part of me was lost. So joining back in July, it was a necessity. I, I kind of needed to meet people. So through many, I got to meet like uh other people from like other communities. She's always pushed me to kind of try things and do things and it's like that that one person you could meet who could kind of have that uh, such a huge impact and you know mm. it was a huge i'm not going to try and make you cry but you got me to do things and that's the positive like that's something positive here it's something to something good that has come from the internet that I never knew I could have these amazing online friendships. Like if it wasn't for many, I wouldn't be sat here with you, Pyro. Like she introduced us and you are, you are, you two are, are, are both two of the most important people in my life at this point in time. Um, and that is, if anyone says, I've asked the question about a positive experience. That is the most positive experience I can talk about. I'm about to cry as well. (laughs) I I appreciate that. And I appreciate you both. And so so you guys both don't start to cry. (laughs) I'll take over. And I agree completely. One one of, uh, for me, is, you know, becoming friends with, with you, Minnie. Um, and the Zoom. I'm going to focus on Mini first because, you know, you came into my life. Um, you are always there. It's somewhere in the background, but you are always there um, where I had a lot going on at home and in a relationship that had just ended. I was a flipping mess and you helped me. You helped talk me out of the darkness that I found myself in. And you know, you, you help build me back up, you know, and, you know, I felt worthless and, you know, you, you helped me see that I, I wasn't, you know, and then you brought Nizum to me later on, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Nizum's such a pleasure, pleasure to hang out with. He's, he's such a genuine human being and like, he's, <laughs> it's so hard to, to hear him not be in a good mood or even be the slightest bit angry. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm with you guys every night, you know, every night. It's Literally every, every night. night. Not every day. There, through text messages or discord. Yeah. Like we're always in contact. You guys are legit. 
my best friends. Um, That's so, my favorite part of it. Yeah. And like, that I can wake up every morning. I know that the first thing I'm going to see is a good morning from you. A good morning from the zoom and our morning chat over. Oh, I need some coffee. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and that also, you know, not to get back into stuff. It's people find it weird that a males and a female can have a platonic friendship. Um, and it not be sexual or or anything more than that we're all just really good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and people struggle with that. But going back to the positive, that is just one of the many positive things that the internet has done for me. I, I've, I was an introvert. I did not feel comfortable in social situations. And now you can't get me to shut up. And I, I stream in front of a video camera and play games and act a fool. And I'm completely comfortable now, like, speaking in front of people. So that's big. Um, the SOS community, huge. you know, like now I'm... Now I'm streaming on a mobile game and I'm getting paid to do it. (laughs) Like if you asked me like a few years ago, if, if, (laughs) if I would be where I am right now, I wouldn't believe you, but I am. And that's, again, I, that's because I met another amazing human being who also streams in said um, game, but there's there have been the positives have definitely outweighed the negatives for me um it's just that the negatives have had a bit of an impact of who i am as a person and even and this is weird even the negatives had their positives oh absolutely you know it made me stronger as a person um you know even the relationship but it is the positives that even keep bringing us back bringing us back together even that Mm -hmm. crazy relationship i was in it it became very toxic even that had its positives and even though it ended and it didn't end on a good note um it changed me for the better and it made me a better person Okay, well, that is a good note, actually, to kind of start wrapping that up. No, no, but Um, we can't, we can't, because many, you haven't answered the question, so. Yeah, well, I was kind of answering as we were going along, so I've been kind of, like, narrating the whole thing. No, that, that absolutely, my most positive experience is getting closer to and forming these relationships uh, with you guys that like I said when I wake up in the morning I know I'm gonna have a good morning from you I'm gonna have a good morning from the zoom we're gonna talk we're gonna banter there's always someone around to hear you on your good times on your bad times um, no one's judging each other no one's like oh wow no you're weird it's always like oh no that's fine I'll be here for you through this regardless of what it is and it's so hard to find that even in face-to-face life let alone online thousands of miles hundreds of miles away in some instances but that is definitely my most favorite and positive thing with social media yeah and and i love you both and we love you i love love you you both too i love you many (laughs) I love you, Byro. We have such, we have more of this journey to 
as words. <laughs> this journey <laughs> of ours no, is just beginning. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. it's far from over. And far I am excited. So that brings me into the next week preview, which is March the 11th, 2022, episode three. Please stand by if you're willing. Continuing on with our social media and online discussions, this episode will focus on online relationships more specifically, like friendships, sexual relationships, and even romance, and what the trials are that are different from face-to-face -face contact, and what the fallout could be, if it's better, if it's worse, and what you could be looking at that you wouldn't even expect. So that is next week, same time. And Pyro, I'm going to have you finish up. All right. And so make sure you guys check out the next week's episode as well. But as far as the internet, the good, the bad, the ugly, no matter what it is, you can always find a positive in it. And as far as the negatives go, and I'm all set. And that's going to be it for us. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time to hang out with us. I am Pyro, and this is Mini and a Zoom. Hope to catch you guys next week. Have a good night.